Hey. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Gin and Spirits. <laughs> the alcohol-infused ghost story podcast. Where we tell you all of the ghost things. And drink. All the time. Yep. That's it. Yep. And uh, that's it. This is our, uh, we had a false start for a second. Yeah. And (laughs) as soon as Kate Fresh started, I was like, wait. We almost should have left that. We should have. Just the word wait. Right. And then restart. And then, you know. We deleted it though. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, For once, we thought about something before bringing it up. (laughs) Yeah. We, I mean, Uh, you. I mean, but I also bring things up about things. And yes. for creepiest thing of the week, <laughs> we just heard a dish fall on my, no, not fall, but probably move. Um, what are you drinking today? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm drinking the same thing that I was drinking last episode. Nice. Which is raspberry lemonade, <laughs> strawberry croissant, and lemon Bacardi mm-hmm. all mixed up. It's pretty good, guys. Pretty yeah. good. What are you drinking, Melissa? I switched over. Uh, still <laughs> sticking with the rum, though. I've got... Um, mango Bacardi, some orange juice, and a splash of cranberry. Mm. Mm, yes. A splash. A splash of cranberry. <laughs> splash it in there. Nice. It's a school day, you guys. But we have snow day. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I found out last night, and Melissa didn't find out until 5 a.m. I was pretty mad. Yeah. I kept, like, waking up in the middle of the night, like, mad that the phone call hadn't come in yet. I was like, if I have fucking work tomorrow. Because <laughs> we were up pretty late, late last night recording. Yeah. Um, yeah. And for watching... You, for you, it will be last week. Yes. But for us, it was last night. hmm Yeah. We were up to, like, 2. Yeah. Which and is... I normally wake up around, like, 5.30. Yeah. So, as it crept closer to 5.30, I was like, oh, I hate my life. I can't believe this. Yeah. I kept... I was like, are you, are you sure you're okay with watching this? I was like, like yeah, yeah. We're gonna have a snow day. <laughs> and then, as the time crept closer to 5.30, when I would have to wake up, I was like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> but then I got the call at 5, and I was like, oh, Yay. And called across my apartment. It was yeah. like, Kate, I have a snow day. It's 5 a.m. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah cool um let's just start sure great all right um creepiest thing of the week okay so last weekend um i was staying over at victor's and this is less creepy and more funny and about dreams and mm-hmm. i feel like that overlaps like maybe with the supernatural i just think okay. it's funny it's a yeah. good time and I mostly thought of it because we eat Chinese food all the time on this podcast. That's really the overlap. <laughs> and uh, this is the only segment I have to tell this story in. Welcome to Gin and Spears, your ghost story, alcohol-infused Chinese, Chinese food, food podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was needlessly annoyed with Victor when I went to sleep. It was me being a bitch, right? Okay. So it was one of those things where it's like, when I woke up the next day, I was so far on the other side of the mattress that I could have been, like, smelling the wall. That's how oh far God. away I was. I was like, I must have had an angry dream. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, like, thinking about it, and we go get, like, breakfast and I have, and we're talking about food, and all of a sudden, I remember what my dream was, mm-hmm. and it relates to Chinese food. So, <laughs> so, I had this dream that I was over Victor's, and he was like, let's order Chinese food. And I was like, sure. And he ordered... And this is what I ordered, actually, because I like both of these foods. So this is what I have waiting for me in the fridge, right? In a dream, he was like, let's order... Well, not quite. I like shrimp and broccoli. He ordered a chicken in his dream, but whatever. So he was like, let's order uh, chicken and broccoli and sweet and sour chicken. I'm like, great. That sounds great, right? Yeah. And then it comes in, 
and he's like eating it, right? And I'm like, okay, cool. Which one's like mine, or do you want to like split them, like whatever? And he's like, oh no, no like I ordered this for like me. I, I didn't know you wanted any. Oh and no. I- <laughs> and Dreamy was pissed at Dream Victor. <laughs> So when I finally remembered, he was like cracking up about it. And he was like, wow. He's like, that's so fucked up because I don't even like Chinese food. And it's something that you do like. Yeah. And so it's like, he's like, you must have been really mad at me. Oh my God. Like, yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. I, I hate that. Like, <laughs> um, I'll have dreams like that about David. Where he's yeah. like, just something to piss me off. And like, I know that he didn't do it in real life. But like. Right. But you wake up on the other like, side of the bed. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, Ugh. You know? Yeah. Like, um, I hate, hate, hate that. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't realize this, and you can tell me if this is something I did in college too. Okay. But uh, sometimes, like I wake up, like and David says, like I'm like, because <gasps> I've had like a really bad dream, yeah. and I just like gas. <laughs> I've never heard it. <laughs> he told me once that I did that. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh my god. And like, because I'll wake myself up, but like I never realize that it's like, right? You know, audible that I do something. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. so he said that once I did that, I was like, mm. I'm totally snore often. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that? You probably heard me snore yeah. in college, yeah. But I snore too. Yeah. Okay. So, well, not yeah. everyone snores. No, you know, it's a like, lot of people snore. A lot of people snore. It's a prevalent thing. Yeah. A lot of deviated <laughs> septums, a lot yeah. of stuffy noses. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Don't be embarrassed if you snore, everyone. Yeah. It's kind of like. All right. My producing of the week um, goes back to when I was in theater camp mm. in... It's not of the week. It's of my childhood. Okay. Um, Mine wasn't creepy, but it was of the week. Right. So <laughs> together, we make one creepiest thing yeah. of the week. Um, <laughs> so I went to theater camp in um, what was a historic little place. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say the name of it, but so there's a theater camp that, and you've been to the theater there, so. Yeah. Um, there are all these little houses that are old, um, you know, and... One of them is said to be haunted. Mm-hmm. Um, and people would say, like, the lights would, like, turn on, you know. So whenever we'd be walking to the little cafeteria for lunch, everyone would kind of, like, scamper past it, you know. Where I was like, I wonder if I'll see the light turn on. You know? <laughs> I never did. Right. But um, everyone always talked about it. It was, like, very, very cute. And now someone lives in there. No way. Yeah. Why? So, I don't know. But last time we went to see a show, what's happening with my voice, Melissa? I don't know. <laughs> the hookah we smoked last oh, night. Oh god, it was awful, guys. Yeah, we didn't do it right. Something's no. wrong. No, and we wrong wanted to do it again today, but then mm-hmm. both like both of us in the morning were like, uh-uh. yeah, yeah, my throat was really dry this morning. That's probably still yeah, happening. I don't know what we did wrong. We've smoked. It's not like this is the first time we've put together. No, <laughs> like you know, but something went awry last night. Yeah, <laughs> the good thing is that my apartment doesn't smell. That's true. Yeah, yeah. so. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, but that's it. That was my creepy thing. <laughs> Just nice. that a place was or was not haunted. Children I... said it was. Now someone lives there. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, we don't have a tale from the great friends. Yeah, we've been slacking. <laughs> Send them to us. Please. We don't make them up, so either we have no. them or we don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we don't have that, and we don't have a question or comment from the crypt, although we welcome those too, because we like to respond to nonsense. Mm-hmm. The more nonsense, the better. Yeah. <laughs> or re- legit things. Right, yeah. We'll take legit things. We will try to answer them. We're not experts. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what makes it fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. 
you're jumping in. Yeah. Uh, before we do, remember to rate, okay. review, and subscribe. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and also check out Pattern Family. Yeah. On Twitter. Love it. Okay. Um. So. I did the in Illinois. There's a place called the Cairo Public Library. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, Illinois, this like area of Illinois was like made in the 1800s, and it started out as like a town that was based around like a steamboat port. Oh, my sources, mm-hmm. really quick. Sorry. We got SeeksGhost.com and AmericanLibrariesMagazine.org. Okay. So it was in the 1800s um, when the town was made. Um, so everything's kind of old. In the Civil War, it was used as a place to train troops. Um, so it was, like, a very, like, high... Between the steamboats and the troop training and stuff, it was a very, like, high hustle and bustle city. Um, and over time, those things stopped being used. So now the, the city's kind of, like, calmed down, I guess. Um, and uh, so they built a public library in the Safford Memorial Building. Um, this woman, Miss Safford... Um, I guess, like, donated the building or something back in 1884, so it's a pretty old building, um, in remembrance to her late husband. Ah. Yeah. Um, so, okay, that's the library now. So, my, I'm telling you this to let you know it's pretty old. Okay. All right. So, it's a big library. It's, like, Victorian style, of course. Love right? it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's all made of, like, bricks and stained glass, and there's, like, on the inside, they've kept all, like, the chandeliers and, like, the old clocks mm-hmm. and, like, all that stuff. Um, and they even have in their, like, adult reading room, the table that they have there was, like, once a gaming table for one of the steamboat ports or, you know, oh, so it's, like, really old cool. and cute. And so, of course, they have a resident ghost. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, basically, this ghost is, um, like, kind of, like, cute and mischievous, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're working at a library and you're, like, alone, you're, it's kind of stressful. Yeah. So they fucking named it. Good. <laughs> they have no idea who he is, because this building's been old, it's been around right. for so long. There's, like, they don't know, if, they don't think anyone died in the library. They think maybe he just, like, liked the library or something, mm-hmm. you know? But, so they've, like, reclaimed the ghost by name. Yeah, good. Yeah. So they're, like, um... Okay, his name is Toby now. Oh, that's a nice name for a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're just under the assumption that he really liked the library. He must really like books. That's why he's Aww. here. Because if you tell yourself that it's not because of that, then who knows what it's for. Right. <laughs> so he's like, he likes books. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Luis Og is the librarian who nicknames him. Mm-hmm. So she actually gets, like, named credit for that, which okay, I like. Yes. Yeah. Um, so... She saw him or encountered him, I guess, on the first day of her job there. Oh, my God. And kept fucking working there, this lady, right? Wow. Yeah, she was on her lunch break, first day of the job. She must really love books. Yeah, I guess so. And this library in this old building. Right. (laughs) Yep. Um, So she was on her lunch break, and um, as she's eating, she, like, hears the sound of a rocking chair, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cheers to the sound of a rocking chair. Creaking along for no reason. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was loud, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, she hears the sound of the rocking chair coming from the reading room. So she's like, that's weird. So she gets up and goes to look in, like, who's in the reading room, right? And as she approaches the room, the sound stops and no one's in there. And she's, yeah. like, weird. So she walks away, and as she's walking away, it starts again! Oh, that's the worst! Yes! And she's like, what the fuck? And so then it, like, comes about that, like, they have, like, little ghostly happenings and stuff. 
Okay. And so, I mean, that's a really creepy encounter. Yes. And I love that to deal with it. She's just like, oh, it's just Toby. Because right. that's what I think we would do yeah, if we had yeah. to stay. I would leave. Right. But if I had, had to stay. To, yeah. You got to get another job. Yes. You got to name it. You got to get attached. Yeah. That's Toby. Be its friend. You just decide your friends. Yeah. 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 That reminds me of the, whenever I eat reason like this, it reminds me of the spider in our dorm. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so, quick side him. story. Yeah. <laughs> there was, um... This one time that there was like a spider in the vent of our ceiling. It was a big spider. Yeah. It was very, it was very big. Yeah. And um, our one roommate, Kat, comes running out, right? It was Kat? Yeah. Yeah. And she goes, guys, there's a huge spider in the vent in the bathroom and and it's like watching me shower. I can't take it. (laughs) She's like freaking out, right? We're like, okay. Um, And I'm like, well, I fucking hate spiders, so this sucks. Yeah. So me and Kate go in there and Brianna stayed in her bed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Me and Kate go in there. Brianna stays in her bed. Brianna's the most reasonable of the three of us. So we go in there and we look up and it is a fucking big spider. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, but it was inaccessible. Like, I can't no, reach. My hands are not. Yeah, my hands are not like vent shaped. I can't like. <laughs> like and then uh, also, like, that's like you're putting your hand into its, its, into its space. Yeah. yeah. Spider lair. <laughs> yeah. So we were like, oh, I forgot what we named it. It was something British, right? Oh, it totally was. Is it like Reginald? Yeah, well, I think that might. I think it might have been. Oh, it. cool. Yeah, Reginald or like Ferdinand. Or right. Like yeah. Reginald sounds good. Reginald yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. And we're like, oh, it's okay. It's just Reginald the spider. And Kat's like, what? And we're like, no, no, no. It's it's cool. It's Reggie. And he's like, <laughs> he's like our friend. She's like, no. And we're like, no, 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 Kat. It's good. It's good. That's Reginald. She's like, oh, okay. And Brianna's like, what? <laughs> From the other room. Yeah. And we're just like. Oh, it's Reginald. He's like here on vacation. We start giving him a backstory, and Brown is like, "Stop it!" She's Stop like, "You it. can't just do that." <laughs> yes. She's like, "You can't." She's like, "Just because you named it doesn't mean it's not a problem. There's still a spider in the bathroom." <laughs> no, it's okay because it's our friend. It's a good way yeah. to deal with things, I think. Mm-hmm. That Healthy. Was a fly in freshman year. Enrique. Yes, Enrique. <laughs> and we Enrico. We call Enrico. Him yeah. Mm-hmm. Enrico and uh Liz hated that fly yeah. and so it was like at first we were like trying to kill the fly then we were trying to like usher it out and then finally yeah. we gave up it was just too good at dodging and it wasn't going out the door we we're like fuck it so now it's named Enrico right he lives here and he lives here and it's cool and there was one day that it like landed on Liz she was like oh my god I fucking hate this fly and we were like no it's okay Liz he's just giving you fly kisses <laughs> Enrico. She's like, I don't want fly kisses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Dealing with these. your problems in healthy ways. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, oh that's what they're I doing. about that. Yeah, they're yep. naming Toby. They're naming Toby. Wow. She's like, fuck it, it's Toby, and he likes books, and that's why he's in the reading room on a rocking chair. Don't yeah. give a fuck. <laughs> yep. Good for her. Uh-huh. So, um, now, so other people have reported hearing a similar sound in that room, and, you know, just like typical. Um, then on another lunch break, so the same woman, now she's on lunch break with someone else or hanging out, mm-hmm. right? And they notice that behind the desk that they're, like, eating near, this light arises, and it, like, ascends oh from behind God. the desk. Yeah. I'm assuming they mean, like, an orb. Yeah. Like, one you can fucking see, not, like, yeah, a picture. Yeah, that's I mean? crazy. Yeah. It ascends from behind the desk, moves up a little bit, and goes over toward the, passes the office... And goes and disappears amongst, they said, the stacks, which I assume right, is, like, the, the book books. stacks, yeah. Just went, left the desk to go read. And he that loves, makes he you He loves wonder. reading. Yeah. 
That, doesn't you wonder, though, if it's a librarian and not just a patron? If it's behind right? the desk? Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah, so I think she's got it wrong. What you if know? it's... So the woman dedicated it to her late husband, right? Right. She didn't dedicate the library, though. She dedicated the building. Oh, the okay. That's different. Yeah. 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 But um, I, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's interesting. A, a librarian and not... Yeah. Yeah. And then um, the library director, Monica Smith, um, they all refer to him as Toby, and I love it. Good. They all refer to him. Solidarity. That, yep. She says that Toby messes with her sometimes with the lights, and so she'll, like, turn off lights in one room when she's closing out the library, yeah. and then, like, all of a sudden there's lights on in a different room that she definitely turned the lo- oh. lights off in. She has to, like, go back, turn those lights Toby. off. Toby! Yeah, and so she's, like, constantly, like, like, as she's closing up, like, the lights are just going back on, and she's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um... And she often I think turning them on is better than turning them off. In this way. Right? So yeah. like one at a just like, oh, it's yeah. on. And now we know it's Toby. Right. Good old Toby. Good it's all good, Toby. you know? But like the story with like, remember the poltergeist? They turned all of the yes. lights on from Red yes. Beard, right? All yes. of the lights on at one time. That's mm-hmm. fucking horrifying. That is. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think when they turn them off, it's like Yeah. Yeah. They can be anywhere. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, one off at a time is worse yeah. than one on at a time. Yes. But all, all of them on at a time yeah. is worse, I think. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, she also hears someone walking around upstairs, and this would infuriate me. Um, well, actually, I'll tell you the other one first. Okay. Um, just, like, not a big deal. One of the interior doors just, like, opens and closes whenever it wants, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it says when no one is around, which makes me feel like they probably have it on camera, just, like, yeah, right. Man, man. <laughs> um, okay, this is the last thing, and it would piss me the fuck off if okay. I worked at this library. Okay. It says that this was back when the card catalogs were still a thing. Mm-hmm. It would say, right after being checked, when they would go back to use the card catalog, the cards would be in, in the wrong order. Uh. <laughs> and now, for you guys listening, if you don't know what a card catalog is, if you're, like, a young listener, right? right? I don't know why you're that young and listening, but <laughs> if you are a young listener, the card catalog was, like... a a series of very small file cabinets, yes. flashcard-sized drawers. And they're all, like, on this little thing, you could flip through them. Yeah. And they're, like, alphabetized and based on, like, genre, like, whatever the Doing fuck. decimal system. Yeah. Ugh. So, they would fucking fix it. And then it would be out of order. That's annoying. <laughs> fucking Toby. Toby. And then that makes me wonder, like, maybe he's not a librarian then. Right. Just fuck that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's funny. That's it. So it was short, but... I liked it. Thanks. That was nice. It's a library haunting. <laughs> yes. Very cool. All right. Ready? Yes. Always. <laughs> All right. Guess where we are. Um, uh, that place that you like the name of? No. Worst. Oh, I love, I love Worcester. Worcester. <laughs> no, uh, it's the 1800s, and we're in Illinois. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect. So that's we have a, a weird transition here, yeah. Um, but get ready for a wild ride on this one because okay. I I can't even I don't know about this. So I I did a lot of research. Mine was um, so tame. So I'm, I yeah, think is extreme this week. Yeah, I did a lot of research and sorting because there was just each website had just like a little bit different information. But mm-hmm. I'd be like, what? So this is the story of the Watseka Wonder. Okay. So this is in. Um, Watseka, Illinois, which is a small farming town. Okay. Um, oh, sorry, my sources before we start so I don't forget them. Um, American Hauntings, 
Inc.com, mm -hmm. Wikipedia, TheOccultMuseum.com, mm. and those are the only ones that I used. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nice. Less than I thought. Okay. Uh, so, let me make sure we're still recording. I like being able to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Nice. So okay. Done. All right, so it's the late 1880s, mm -hmm. and we're in the small farming town of Watsaka, and at the time, um, a movement called spiritualism was gaining popularity. Okay. So it's kind of like, the way, the way that it seems, it's kind of religious, but it's also kind of ghostly, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so even in this small farming town, a lot of people started to believe in the idea of mediums and communicating with the dead. Nice. Um, so it was, it was widespread. Great. Creepy as fuck. <laughs> yes. What a time to be alive. What a time. Illinois 1800. <laughs> so in 1864, Lauren C. Venom, love the name, <laughs> was born, um, and her parents are Thomas and Lorinda. Okay. So also... I guess Laurency and Lorinda just have weird L names. Um, <laughs> they moved to Watsaka in 1873. Mm -hmm. And in 1877, um, Laurency is 13 and she starts um, acting strangely oh, no. and also not feeling well. Oh no. <laughs> so. In a town where they're contacting ghosts. Yep. <laughs> this is not going well. It's not going well for Laurency. No, mm -hmm. it's not. Um, so she at first began like feeling dizzy and nauseous all the time, and then um, every once in a while she would fall into uh, a catatonic sleep. Oh. So, <laughs> um, she would also she also started to suffer from seizures, um, and those seizures would cause her to speak Latin. Eventually. Uh. <laughs> um, lose consciousness for hours or days. Wow. And while she was in those, you know, catatonic sleeps, um, when she came back from them, she would say that she was, she had been communicating with the uh, spiritual world. Oh my God. Yes. So. That has a potential to be cool, except you know she's talking to demons. Right. Know? Yeah. It's not yeah. a, not a good time. So she told uh, but she did. She told her parents that um, she went to, uh, she Hell. visited heaven. <laughs> <laughs> she chatted up some angels. She saw her uh, brother and sister who had both died before her. So she's like, listen, parents, like, I'm doing all these cool things. Um, but then it started getting a little darker. Mm -hmm. So she'd be like, talk to demons this time. Oh, no. Um, or she would just refer to them, like, as the spirits of the dead. Um, she would have awful dreams for that whole, you know, time where she would be chased. Or another theme of this. Yeah. Themes. Themes. Um, where, like, she'd be chased through her home by really dark oh spirits. Um, and eventually she started experiencing these every day for at least eight hours. So that's a full time job. Yeah, it is. It's a full time <laughs> um, job. Yeah. So then while she's sleeping, uh, she that starts. some Freddy Krueger shit, right? It is, yeah. It's a poor kid. It's awful. So while she's sleeping, she starts speaking in other people's voices, uh -huh. describing faraway places that she's never been. 
in really extreme detail. Um, but when she would wake up, she would have no memory of the things that she spoke about. She would remember the dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not the things that she actually oh, said. Oh, God, that's so creepy. Yes. So, um, they were bringing her to all kinds of doctors. Yeah. And um, they couldn't find anything physically wrong with her. So, they just thought that she was insane. Yeah. Um, so, she started speaking in other languages now when she's sleeping. Mm -hmm. Um, and her personality then also began to kind of change when she was awake. Um, and her parents were getting so, so worried. And eventually a doctor just said like, listen, you need to send her to the state insane asylum at Peoria, Illinois. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. This is not the right place to send her. It is not the right she place to, to go send to her. Especially yeah. to <laughs> so, um, they're getting ready. It's around the holidays. Um, of course it is. Yeah. It's 1878, right? Oh my God. And they get a knock on their door. No, no. Right? Oh no. And it's a man named Asa Roth. Okay. Who is the founder of this town. And he's also, um, a devout spiritualist. Okay. Okay? And he says to them, no matter what you do, do not send your daughter to this insane asylum. Okay. And he said, we sent our daughter there, and she died there, and she was experiencing the same thing oh my God. as your daughter. Yeah. I just got the chills. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, bitches, I'm the founder of this town. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow, that's horrifying. Yeah, so he said the same, like, so many similar symptoms were happening. And, well, okay, so we're going to get into it. (laughs) So, um, he said that his daughter's experiences started to happen uh, when she was very young. Mm -hmm. But as she grew older, um, she began to become clairvoyant so she could speak to um, spirits And, uh, the same thing would happen, you know, she would, um, well, okay. So when she was six months old, she was having the seizures like, um, Laura C would have, Mm -hmm. um, she would hear voices and they would tell her to do horrible things. Um, she would fall into the same type of like long sleeps that Laurency did. Mm -hmm. Um, and she would awake and when she would, you know, wake up, she would be speaking in someone else's voice. Um, she would also talk about places um, that she had never been in extreme detail. Um, Yes. It's like, that's such a crazy, like, how do you explain that away with being insane, right? Yeah. I know we talk about this a lot, but it's just like, this shit is crazy. Yeah. And they were probably accurate. They were probably like real Yeah, places places. and things. Yeah. I hate it. It's, yeah, not great. (laughs) So, um, her, so Lawrence is 13, right? But this Mary... Mary, the daughter of, of Roth, started mm-hmm. experiencing these things when she was six months old, and it went on until she was 19. Um, and at that time, um, she became extremely violent, and she had an obsession with cutting herself with a razor. Um, and only when they found her, like, bleeding out one time, uh, they took her to the state asylum. Um, but uh, the... Conditions there weren't great. They weren't doing things that were good for the patients. Um, they would dunk them in icy water and then scalding water and then icy water and then scalding water. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, 
so she died in 1865. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when the Roths took up spiritualism and to like try to start to speak to their daughter uh, beyond the grave. So, and they did. They said yeah. that they contacted her a few oh times. My God. Yeah. So, anyway. This is like some deep shit, right? It is. Yeah. Like, oh my God. So, they hear about this case of this girl, of Lawrence e, um, and how it sounds so similar to their daughter. So Asa shows up and he's like, don't bring her there. Um, we're going to bring in a spiritualist yeah. to figure out what's going on because obviously the physicians can't. Mm-hmm. So they get this guy, Dr. Um, e. Winchester Stevens. Mm-hmm. Um, and he witnessed all the stuff that the parents were saying, that she would speak in different voices um, and that she claimed to be different people. So one was a woman named Katrina Hogan and then a young man named Willie Canning. Um and she was, you know, possessed by the spirits of several different people. Um, and, but it was, like, taking a real toll so on her. People? Or dead people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not necessarily, like, demons. No. Wow. People who had died and yeah, just, just, yeah. So, yeah. So, it had taken a real toll on her body. Yeah. Um... So she was approached by a spirit mm-hmm. who said to her, um, I'm going to help you, but you have to let me possess you. <gasps> oh my God. What would you do? She let it happen. And guess who that person was? The devil. Mary Roth. What? <laughs> oh, I just got chills. Yeah. Here we go. Cheers, bitch. Here we go. Oh man. <laughs> I told you this one's a wild ride. Dude, look at my look at my arm hairs. Yeah, arm it's Mary Roth. So, oh my god. Yep. <gasps> so as soon as she wakes up, um, Stevens asks her to introduce herself because he's assuming she's once again possessed, and she says, "My name is Mary Roth." Um, <laughs> oh my god. Yep. So, um, she. Knew everyone that Mary knew, people who she never met, like, in yeah, her yeah. life. Um, she identified items that belonged to Mary, like, among other things. They would show yeah, her, like, yeah, which yeah. one of these is yours. Right. Um, and she knew intimate family secrets. Oh, my so, God. So, yeah. <gasps> wow. <laughs> yep. Um, so she's there, and she's, like, explaining to the Venoms, uh, her dad and Dr. Stevens, that uh, Laurency was really ill and needed some time to heal with the angels. So um, they made a deal, and um, she's going to stay in the body for five months. <gasps> That's their deal, while she is being cured. What if she's lying? What if Mary's yeah. lying? <laughs> I, yeah. Um, oh my god. <laughs> so, um, da, 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 da. she, just like so much, she knew about conversations that they had with Mary, um, through mediums. Yeah. Uh, like those, you know, when they were trying to contact her, um, she looked at her arm where she had that really, you know, when she cut herself and she said, uh, quote, this is not the arm. That one is in the ground. This is not the arm. Right. Her own arm. Yeah. That wow. one is in the ground. Oof. Um, so, yeah. So she went to actually live with the Roth family. Interesting. Um, and the 
the Venoms, like, weren't totally happy about that, yeah. but they let it happen because it clearly right. wasn't their daughter. Yeah. And you I know? think that, I guess that makes sense, right? Yeah. 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 So it became the, uh, at the time, it was the best documented paranormal event in American history. Wow. Because it, everyone was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Because it's not just a possession. She's, like, functioning. Right. You know? Um, wow. So the Venoms kept their distance, um, but they would vi- would visit, um, and they would see that her, like, physical health was also improving. Good. So they were like, okay, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Things are yeah. working in some way. <laughs> yes. My God, I'm so worried she's not going to give the body back. <laughs> I'm so worried she's not going to give it back. So the, the Roth family would host um, spiritualist events. Um, where people come to hear about Mary's, you know, afterlife mm-hmm. and what's happening. She would uh, channel uh, other dead people, like in seances for people. Um, and she would just, like, tell them things, you know, that no one could really know. Yeah. Um, and one time she left Laurency's body to possess another man, make him laugh. And then returned to Laurency's. So she's, like, very powerful. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. And so she was confirmed possessed by psych- psychical researcher Richard Hodgson. Okay. Uh, for the American Society for Psychical Research. Um, he was, like, completely convinced that she was possessed. Um, William James, who wrote a book called The Principles of Psychology, uh, commented that it is quote, perhaps as, scre- as extreme a case of possession of the modern sort as one can find. Yeah. So that was interesting. A consensual possession, right? Mm-hmm. So eventually it's May, mm-hmm. and uh, time's almost up. So Mary um, just spent time with each of her family members. Aw. Yeah. Um, you know, and they cried because they knew that she had to leave again. Um and so one day, though, Laurency, it says, briefly broke free. So that makes me wonder. Right? You know. What does that mean? Yeah. But then Mary returned for another two weeks. Um, and then she left. So on May 21st, Laurency returned. She went back to her family. She was back to herself. Um, her health was totally restored. She got married to this guy named George Binning. Um, and she moved out of that town. Yeah, good idea. Because she didn't want to be there, but she was very thankful for the help of Mary Roth. And uh, she would occasionally visit the Roths and allow Mary to speak through her. Wow. To talk to her parents, which was interesting. Um, and the... I just have to find the... Yeah, yeah. In case okay. this noise is being picked up by you guys, so you know it's the plows happening outside yep. the window. <laughs> um, so Mary possessed her one more time in her life. Okay. As a favor. When so she, she was having a baby. Yeah! <laughs> ah! So she didn't have to experience child <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. The way you looked at me when you were like, yeah. as a favor, I was like, what would be the worst thing? <laughs> having a baby. That's it. Yep. Wow. Yeah. What a trooper Mary is. Seriously. So that's the story. There are some skeptics, um, particularly this guy, Henry Addington Bruce, Mm -hmm. who is a journalist. um, And he said that 
he thought it was just, um, just a really good impression of her. Um, he said that Mary's personality only appeared, quote, when the Roths paid her visits and that they ceased entirely upon her marriage to a man not interested in spiritualism and her removal to a distant part of the country. But, but I can, those things can be explained. Right. Like, maybe she married a guy because right. he was disinterested right. in spiritualism. Right, and she moved away because right. she had this awful experience yeah. in that town where someone else, you know, also had... Yeah. The same experience in that town. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, so that's the story of the uh, Watseka Wonder. Wow. <laughs> when I was telling, when I was giving the background of, like, the 1800s Illinois yeah. thing, were you scared for a second? I was. Yeah, like, this I was is like, it. This <gasps> is the time. Yeah, I was originally story. the same one, and I was like, what am I too? But then I realized that, um. Yeah, mine is just the library. It was very calm. Yeah. Toby. This was. Toby. This was, I think, a wow. ride. Yeah, this was. <laughs> this a lot happening. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. You told it very well. I know you said you were, like, trying to get it in order. Yeah, because there was... was very good. There was just... The information was on each of the sites, but each one had a little bit of different... Yeah, yeah. Or more detail or different details, so I wanted to get it in order. Um, There's also a book that is about the... Oh, and this is them. So this... um, They don't look that different. No. They look very similar. Weird. Mm Mm-hmm. So the one on the right... No, the one on the left is Mary, and the one on the right is uh, Laurency. Wow. They do look similar. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> um, so there is a book about this. And let me tell you the name of it. <laughs> so that you all can go get it. Um, okay. So it's called The Possessed, The True Story of the Watseka Wonder by Troy Taylor. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, um, and it looks like it's pretty detailed. It's only $14. Nice. So. Another theme. Check your library. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. That's great. Wow. Yeah. All right. So, happy Booze Day Tuesday, everyone. Yeah. Um. We'll record another episode shortly. Yes. It'll get progressively more drunk. Yep. It'll be great. We're okay right now. We're tame. Yeah. Yeah. It's only two in the afternoon, though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right, so remember to wait, wait, rate, review, and subscribe <laughs> on, uh, any of the above, if not all of the above, you can <laughs> do this on Gin and Spirit, um, Gin, uh, you can do it on Google Podcasts, <laughs> which you can find under, like, the Google Play Music app thing, mm-hmm. um, or on iTunes, which might be called something else. Might be called Apple Podcasts. Might be called Apple Podcasts. And <laughs> on SoundCloud. Uh-huh. That one's simple. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also showing up, like, on random podcast sites when you Google us. Nice. So. I love it. Yeah. People people care a little bit. This a little bit. Uh, um, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Gin and Spirits PC. Yeah. And also email us at Jim and Spirits Podcast. Please email us. We need your questions. We need your tales. Without them, we don't have those segments. Yes. You guys. And our episodes will just be a little bit yeah. shorter. And, and they're honestly my favorite part. Me too. I, I like it. Yeah. I like telling your stories. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, bye-bye. Bye.